right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Philosophy of Fitness podcast. My name is Haley. I'm going to be your host today and every single day that you are tuning in. Guys, episode number 13. Woohoo! We've had so many episodes already. I've learned so much through everyone that I've had on the show and through just researching these topics for you guys. It's been really cool. It's been a fun ride, and I'm so thankful for all of you that have been tuning in. Seriously, uh, it means the world to me. And today I have a really cool topic for you guys. We're going to be talking about toxic positivity, something that's become a little bit more popular I've seen in recent times. I think with more people exploring the law of attraction and trying to kind of improve their mindset, um, sometimes we can do it to a point that's a little bit too much that might not be healthy for us. That's what we're going to be talking about today. Before we get into it, I'm going to start off with a little news segment. I always like to share alternative news with you guys. And my source for alternative news that I love is Collective Evolution. If you're ever interested in checking out some uplifting news, some different things that you wouldn't really find in mainstream media, uh, I will leave the link below. I've definitely been trying to avoid mainstream media these days. I just feel like it kind of adds to the chaos and, you know, kind of insights more fear maybe than would be necessary, at least for me. So I try to avoid it. Obviously, I still stay in the loop, but these alternative news websites uh, are a great place to find some uplifting and differing perspectives. So article that I found today is that global chaos is the needed catalyst to evolve consciousness. So this is kind of like a hot take. So we're going to be examining um, what's kind of being outlaid here. So basically, the global chaos ensuing with COVID-19 is pushing humanity to ask deep questions and understand deep truths about our world. And it's also pushing us to reimagine our reality, according to this article. So global chaos is happening in response to an emerging consciousness within us that no longer resonates with the society that we have created. And this chaos inspires us to let go of many of the current systems we have in place that were created from a way of thinking and being that we just simply don't connect with anymore. I definitely agree with that. I feel like a lot of old systems are kind of crumbling apart, things that no longer resonate with us. A lot of ugly truths are rearing their head and kind of being revealed. Darkness to light, if you will. Um, and some people are a little bit fearful right now of where the world is headed. But that can be kind of counteracted with the fact that all of this change is happening right now and it's kind of surfacing to the boiling point. And it's like, okay, well, when that happens, you have two options, right? You can kind of feed into that bad path of where things are going to go, or you can kind of look at it as, okay, this is the point at which we must make a change and we must make a way for a future that we want for ourselves, not only ourselves, but for the people around us, our children, our grandchildren, et cetera, et cetera. So this is a time right now, I think, on this planet where a lot of people are starting to question everything. So we're being questioned or not we're being questioned, we are questioning what we've been led to believe for so long about so many things. As I said earlier, a lot of systems are kind of falling apart that no longer really serve us. And uh, another interesting quote from this article is that we will especially create chaos when we continually miss all the signs that it is time for a change and instead choose to keep our heads down and simply go about a normal life as if it's something that truly fulfills us. This chaos is simply an alarm clock going off, telling us to wake up. Man, that hits the nail on the head right there. You kind of think about it. Everybody's always saying, oh, I wish we could just go back to normal. But you think about it. Think about what that normal was before. Is that really something that you would want to go back to? And I'm not saying that in any way to discredit the horrible things that have happened during this time. But 
use this as the wake up call, right? The alarm is going off, reevaluate, do some, do some introspective work here. How are you living before? Is that something that you'd want to carry on with you? Do you feel like you were fulfilled with what you were doing before? This is the time, again, like I said, that we can make that change. Um, and I think this is a time that's going to bring us closer together as humanity. Honestly, we'll feel stronger sense of empathy and connectedness to others. And as a lot of people wake up across the globe, we also start to realize that we are a collective consciousness. So we're all one. And I, I do personally agree with this. I think that it's, um, it's a nice spin on what's happening. And I think that a lot of times, at least in my life, and I think in a lot of people's lives, when you've had your hardest moments, when you've been dealt your worst deck of cards, like with anything that goes on, you have some of these really tough formative shaping experiences. Those are the things that are going to make you who you are and push you to who you're meant to be. So I think as much as this sucks right now, it's kind of a necessary growing pain as humanity to to wake up to be like this, this ain't it. You know, there's a lot of stuff that's going on. That's, that's not cool. And we need to, you know, pave the way forward in the way that we want. And this is our time really to do that. So I would be very curious to hear what you guys uh, think about this. You can drop me a comment below if you're watching this on YouTube. If you're listening to the podcast, I also have a video version of the podcast you can find on YouTube. I'll link a link to that in the description. All right, so diving into today's topic, toxic positivity. Again, I chose this. It's something that's been kind of floating around in my mind. And, you know, as somebody that really ascribes to the law of attraction and positivity, I think that it's important that we also note that there can be too much of a good thing sometimes. So we're going to dive into that today. So I found an article from the psychology group. As always, if you're interested in finding or researching any of this stuff further for yourself, I'll leave the sources that I've found down below. But by definition, according to the psychology group, they define toxic positivity as the excessive and ineffective overgeneralization of a happy, optimistic state across all situations. So the process of toxic positivity results in denial, minimization, and the invalidation of the authentic human emotional experience. So in other words, in layman's terms, it's basically taking the notion of good vibes all the time to an unrealistic extreme. And this is this is a tricky topic for me because I definitely, I think, used to find myself in this trap of toxic positivity, uh, especially back when I first discovered the law of attraction. So for those of you that don't know, uh, back in high school, I had watched The Secret, that documentary. That's a huge formative documentary for a lot of people that you know follow the law of attraction. But I found that back in 2013, and that was like my aha moment. And I was definitely totally inspired and empowered by that. But I took it to an extreme to the point where I felt like I had to be positive all the time and I wouldn't even allow myself to feel negative emotions or to work through things that were challenging for me. And I tried to just like stifle all of that and push it to the side and it's it doesn't work out. So we're going to explain, we're going to like backpedal a little bit, explain a little bit more about toxic positivity and then I'll share with you again my experience. So. There's a really powerful quote from this book called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Beep. Um, look into it if you're interested. So here is the quote. 
Everything worthwhile in life is won through surmounting the associated negative experience. Any attempt to escape the negative, to avoid it or squash it in silence, is only backfiring. The avoidance of suffering is a form of suffering. The avoidance of struggle is a struggle, and the denial of failure is a failure. Hiding what is shameful is itself a form of shame. So that's a quote from Mark Manson. That is so powerful to me because that's exactly kind of what this toxic positivity culture preaches is that there's no suffering. There's no no negative emotions. You don't feel that. You're feeling good all the time. It's always sunshine and rainbows and hee hee. And that's just so unrealistic, right? Again, it going back to that notion that a lot of these experiences like the suffering and the struggling, the failure, that's what shapes you. That's what forces you to level up. It has for me. I know it has probably for most of you listening to this. If you think about any situation in your life where you had to overcome a failure or you were faced with some kind of adversity, think about the lessons that that experience taught you and think about where it brought you to today. It's all part of who you are and it's all part of your story and your journey. And it's all part of something that's worth discussing and it's worth feeling and understanding. So these are some signs of toxic positivity. Uh, A couple of signs here. You can see if you have any of these, if you know anyone that does, or if you have in the past. I know that I certainly have. So the first one is that you're just trying to get on with it by stuffing or dismissing an emotion, feeling guilty for feeling what you feel, minimizing other people's experiences with feel-good quotes or statements, trying to give someone perspective, saying like it could be worse instead of validating their experience and their emotions, shaming or chastising others for expressing frustration or anything other than positivity and brushing things off that are bothering you with, it is what it is. Now I can tell you for a fact, I have definitely done a lot of these things. And I think it's hard at first, especially when you're first really discovering the law of attraction, you get stuck in this trap of thinking that you have to be like on all the time, if that makes sense. You have to be positive all the time. And like I said, back when I first discovered it, I felt like I wasn't even allowed to feel any semblance of a negative emotion. I just would throw it away. I would try to like push it out of my mind. And, you know, it really honestly is kind of like a Band-Aid approach. I almost think of it as if you were to have a balloon and you have a little air tank that you're filling the balloon with. And think of the air as your emotions. You have all these emotions like building up and you try to just like suppress them and push them away. It's like putting more air into that balloon until one point when there is just too much air in there, there's too much suppressed emotion. It's going to burst and it's going to end in like a blowout. Um, And that's that's been my experience with it is that if I'm feeling really stressed, I don't even at least back when I first discovered the law of attraction, I wouldn't even allow myself to feel stressed because I'm like, that's, I can't do that. That's not who I am. That's not what I'm about. And then it's almost like it's, it's too late until you realize like, wow, you know, I, I'm really stressed or I'm really going through it right now. But I think what's important to note is that, you know, that's a part of the human experience, right? We weren't, We weren't made to just not feel any of those emotions. I mean, we were made to feel a range of emotions. And part of that is all the good stuff, all the positive things that we feel. And part of that, too, is is some of the some of the darker stuff that that we feel and that we go through sometimes. And it's important to note that those feelings are valid and that 
it is worth exploring them and working through them because you're only going to be really uh, kind of being your own worst enemy if you're trying to push them away and feel good all the time. So another way that it can be characterized is a disconnect from your true feelings and also a lack of empathy. So again, it's a slippery slope. Sometimes we don't want to empathize with others if they're going through a hard time and you try to just kind of block out that negative emotion. Like I said, I am definitely someone that fell victim to this when I first discovered the law of attraction. I didn't really have a full understanding of it. And I, like I said, I kind of just tried to block out all of those negative emotions, I would only allow myself to feel positive emotions. And um, it's just, it's, it's no bueno. And another quote here from this article, to force a positive outlook on pain is to encourage a person to keep silent about their struggles when really we should be doing just the opposite. So again, it's kind of that notion of like when someone says, oh, I'm fine, I'm fine. And you, you know they're not fine, right? It's like, okay, there's something more there open up about it, work through it, talk about it. As human beings, stress manifests in our body in a lot of different ways, and we have to talk through things in order to release our emotions. So think about that too. It's really important to literally get things off of your chest. Like, I don't know about you guys, but whenever I feel anxious, I feel it in my chest, I feel it in my stomach. Like you carry that stuff with you in certain places in your body. And on a more spiritual note, a lot of people think that those are uh, aligned with your chakras, what kind of emotions you feel related to what kinds of things you need to work through. But yeah, stress is scientifically proven to manifest in the body. And if you're keeping things bottled up, it's not healthy for you. So the energy source of shame is silence, secrecy, and judgment. So think about how low vibrational those emotions are. Those are some very negative emotions that we experience. But in other words, where there is hiding secrets and denial, shame is usually in the driver's seat. So again, if you're bottling things up, you're keeping them to yourself, you are holding on to that weight. You can almost think of it as like holding on to a heavy suitcase or a heavy backpack and you're just carrying that burden around with you. Whereas if you were to talk about your emotions, you were to talk through it with somebody or work through it, it's like you're taking that you're taking that backpack off and you're, you know, alleviating yourself of it a little bit. You're literally taking it off of you. So toxic positivity and suppressed emotions really go hand in hand. Um, it's basically kind of the whole notion behind it. And there was a really interesting study that I found in this article. So I'm going to share that with you guys now. Again, if you want to read more about this, I will leave the link below. Full credit to the psychology group for this information. So in one study, for example, research participants were divided into two groups and shown disturbing medical procedure films while their stress responses were measured. So they measured their heart rate, uh, pupil dilation, sweat production, all that kind of stuff, ways that we typically physically manifest stress. So one group was asked to watch the videos while letting their emotions show, whereas the second group of subjects were asked to watch the films and act as if nothing was bothering them. And guess what? The participants who suppressed their emotion, a.k.a. they acted like nothing was wrong, had significantly more physiological arousal, and the emotion suppressors may have appeared cool and calm, but on the inside, the stress was erupting. So there is the proof in the pudding. You might think that you're all cool and collected on on the outside, and it may appear that way, and you may even think of yourself that way, but subconsciously what's going on deeper down, you're still experiencing that. You're still human. You're still allowed to have that experience. And 
if you don't work through it, you're, you're just going to be stuck holding onto it. So having a broad range of emotions and expressing how we feel is actually good for our stress levels. Again, that's how we get things off our chest. We work through them. We talk through those emotions and we think about them. That's a lot of what shadow work is too. If you guys are interested in uh, an episode on shadow work, I'd love to delve into that. But yeah, it kind of goes along with the notion of totally counteracting toxic positivity. So shadow work is looking at those negative emotions, working through them, those ugly parts of yourself, those truths about yourself that maybe you don't want to face, but you got to work through. So again, a big part of raising your vibration and doing the inner work is not dismissing these emotions, but rather sitting with them and working through them. So again, it all goes back to that idea of if you're not working through them, and you're just carrying that weight, you're doing yourself a world of harm, even though you might think you're doing more good by putting on that happy face all the time. In other words, it's okay not to be okay all the time. It's it's actually way more profound to be self-aware of when you're not okay. So just going back to my experience with this a little bit, um, I had talked about this on a previous podcast episode with my friend Max. We both talked about our experience on reality TV. If you're interested in checking that out, I'll leave a link to it as well. But when I first discovered the law of attraction and manifesting, I was so obsessive over it that I wouldn't even allow myself to, to feel anything. If something was stressing me out, if I was anxious, whatever, I would suppress that emotion right away. And it became it became almost like this oppressive um thing that I felt like I just had to be positive all the time and had to be manifesting all the time and had to think happy thoughts all the time. And it became really hard to to keep up with that expectation that I had for myself. So if there's anything that I want you guys to take away from this, it's that it's really important for us as humans to verbalize our emotions and communicate them so that we don't store them in our bodies. Again, stress always manifests in our bodies in a lot of different ways. Everybody kind of manifests it differently and it will um, appear differently for different people. But just know that every emotion is valid and it's important to experience and work through every emotion. Now, don't get this twisted. This isn't to say that you should be a negative Nelly, that you should be dwelling on all of the negative things that have happened to you and thinking about that all the time and, you know, not allowing yourself to feel positive things. It's actually quite the opposite. It's just kind of acknowledging that life is ebbs and flows. It's a yin and yang. There's there's both sides. There's darkness, there's light. But when we have those darker moments, those are the formative experiences that shape us, that help us to become who we are. That's when we learn a lot of lessons. And that's what kind of helps us align more with our passion, with our purpose, with our higher selves. So that's really the main takeaway, guys. Toxic positivity. It's a slippery slope. It's really easy to fall into. I definitely have fallen into it. But just remember, don't take this as oh, I can't be positive anymore. I don't want you guys to like misconstrue that because I know it might be a little kind of tricky to comprehend where it's like, oh, well, I'm not allowed to be positive. Then what's the law of attraction for? Like it's it's definitely not like that. It's basically just the idea that we shouldn't be suppressing our emotions. We shouldn't be trying to hide things away and say we're fine when we're not. So that is all I have for you today, guys. If you enjoyed this podcast, uh, please leave a like. If you're listening to this on any streaming services, uh, leave a review. Let me know how you enjoyed it. I hope this had some value for you. Make sure if you're watching this that you hit the subscribe button and the notification bell as well so that you don't miss out 
on future episodes. I also post a lot of uplifting content regularly on YouTube, so you can check that out too. Without further ado, I hope you guys have the absolute most amazing day, week, month, year. And that is all I have for you today. Adios. Thank you.